1: Okay, I'm back in Red Glen. I visit, I'm visiting Roar of Gradmont Carpus. Time to enter the locked Paleo Cellar and learn what has been smashing the casks. Enter. It. In the barn on the far side of the grove, we use the iron key to unlock the door at the bottom of the ramp. Then, with the dependable light source flaring brightly, you cautiously enter the cellar. This is Vorath Grandarb's private paleo cellar. These dry, narrow passages are lined with bark-filled casks which if reserves for his special customers. Looking about, you immediately note that many of the casks are damaged or completely smashed open, their dark, aromatic contents heaped on the dirt floor. From here, the passage runs north and south. To the west, you can see a large alcove filled with what appears to be to be to be a pile of discarded casks. Set into stone wall behind you is a door that leads out of the cellar. Right to the west, heap of casks, all in varying state of disrepair, fills this broad alcove just to the west of the cellar door. It seems this is where Bruce disposes of old, broken, and unwanted casks. OK, I'm going east. You freeze in mid step as an unsettling sea comes into view at the edge of your light. Crouched over a pile of paleo bark that has spilled out of the smashed remnants of a wooden cask is a skeleton. The fleshless undead. Which appears to be attempting to eat the pieces of shredded bark. Suddenly looks in your direction. Well, it is vorus best. So, of course, the skeletons want it. Although skeleton, you're sub- if you want to have paleo, you have to brew it. It doesn't. It doesn't taste its best. War. You got to brew it, skeleton. You have to brew it. Brew it, you silly skeleton. And also, this is someone else's paleo. Hmm, you're being very silly. A grim hiss escapes from between the decayed remains of the skeleton's teeth as the long-dead human rises and staggers along the passage towards you. You hurriedly draw yourself into a combat-ready stance and prepare to engage the undead menace. This is a skeleton, just a regular one-of-the-mill skeleton, and rakes at you with his sharp bone fingers. And finish him off with a special attack. And is slain, 4xp. You quickly check over your equipment, before stepping over the shattered remains of the skeleton, continuing along the cellar passage. Okay, I started in the middle. Now I'm making my way to the eastern edge. Suddenly, you spot something moving through the darkness, just ahead, just beyond the range of your light. With a hastened step, you press forward. Your eyes straining against the gloom as your light shatters the surrounding scatters the surrounding shadows. A faint hiss, followed by what sounds like a series of sharp, rapidly retreating, retreating footfalls reaches your ears. The eerie noises fade into silence within just a few moments. Content to conceive whatever was moving the passages now on. Is now gone. You continue onward, your every sense alert for the first sign of possible danger. Okay, I'm going south, southeast corner. Okay, it's another skeleton. It's trying to, to chew the bark. No, that that's not how you enjoy palo, silly skeleton. Winks with your start bone, clean fingers. Okay. And it is slain. Well, that's what you get for ruining paleo, 4xp. You quickly check over your equipment before stepping over the shattered remains of the skeleton. Continuing along the cellar passage. Okay, how did these skeletons even get in here? Because, uh, y- y- you can't. When you set up a paleo cellar, you don't put skeletons in there. It's just spooky. You don't want to be spooked when you're getting your paleo, and it might wreck it, which they have. Yes. Mm. This is probably the nicest smelling dungeon I've ever been in. Yes. Hmm. It's that sound again. You suddenly spot something moving through the hot darkness ahead, just beyond the range of your light. With hastened step, you press forward, your eyes straining against the gloom as your light sh- scatters the surrounding shadows. A faint hiss, followed by what sounds like a series of sharp, rapidly retreat- receding footfalls, reaches your ears. The eerie noises fading to silence within just a few moments. Content, see whatever is moving the passage is now gone. Continue onward. Which- you're every sense alert for the first sign of possible danger. Okay, making my way to the western side. There. Yeah. Alright, the westernmost point. Well, there's five westernmost points. I'm exactly precisely west of where we started out. Oh, it's that sound again. Something's walking along, but it's walking away from me. It's like the undead are just randomly wandering around. Hmm. Let's see. Northern, north of where we began. Alright. Alright, oh, is that sound again? Skeletons stepping. Do, do, do. Stepping skeletons, what you gonna do? Gonna fight them eventually. Okay, I've completed a circuit of the outer edge. Made my way back to the middle. Ah, here's another skeleton. Just gonna give that a bash. Oh, great! Some sharp bone claws And this one is slain for XP. Yep, I check my equipment and move on. Okay. Hmm. There must be. There must be coming from somewhere. These skeletons just fighting another. Where are they coming from? Alright, there must be some, I'm just going to keep wandering around, here's another skeleton. Bash, 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 bash. slain, 4xp, now you, now I've been all the places, nothing has turned up, so I just have to keep fighting these skeletons. There's another one, and it's just slain, 4xp. Well at least I'm getting, getting a bit of xp for all these skeletons. There's another one. Slain. 4XP. Hmm. Another skeleton. Take that one. 4XP. Okay, the next skeletons I'm going to quick combat. Alright. Quick combat the skeleton. 4XP for that. Alright. I'm going anti-clockwise around the edge of this dungeon. Which is... Nearly circular. Obviously, not precisely circular because it's in a grid. It's not really big. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe more like an octagon actually. Okay. Without warning, a lone mound wows out the darkness at the head. You instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance. As as blue robed figure, his sunken face little more than chunks of decayed flesh still clinging to bone, staggers into your pool of light. The wizened corpse, its hollow eye sockets, fixing you with a grim, sightless stare, ambles towards you, arms outstretched, as its soft moan echoes along the passage. So I can fight or flee, Obviously, I'm going to fight. With its ghastly moans filling the passage, the woe corpse attacks, savagely swiping at you with its decaying fingers. Now, presumably, this is the boss of the skeletons. And once it falls down, we won't have an undead problem anymore. Although, how it got in here, don't know about that yet. But anyway, I think once this is down, it may finish the problem. Maybe it, it's just... It's just grave was just really close to where... To where this cellar was dug. And, you know, and sometimes they get angsty. They move around, dig into new places. Begin combat. The blue road corpse. The corpse moans as it swipes at you. Keeps moaning, but now it is slain. Thirteen, next thing. The blue-robed corpse unleashes a pitiful moan, that slumps to the floor. A dark, str- a small stream of dark blood oozes from the undead terror's rotting mouth as his body shudders violently for several moments before becoming still. You're about to step forward and examine the ghoul's decayed remains. When the undead creature suddenly stirs, for unnerving nerving swiftness, the corpse staggers to its feet and spins to face it, hissing viciously before turning and lurching off along the shadowy corridor. Hey, what are you doing that for? I told you to be dead again! Startled, startled by the unexpected turn of events, you set off in pursuit of the departing fiend keeping what you consider to be a safe distance between yourself and the wound corpse. You follow the gruesome dead being as it slowly staggers through the gloom. Hmm, I guess I'm going to follow it and figure out where all these skeletons are coming from. The corpse, moaning softly with each rigid step it takes, suddenly turns into a cask-filled alcove you previously explored. As you turn around the corner and peer in the alcove, you're surprised to see the to see the staggering staggering corpse disappear. behind a heap of paranoid casks. Moving around the side of the towering parlor splintered wood and rusted iron, you discover a narrow, jagged fissure was running along the base of the wall. Through tight it appears to be an uneven uh, appears an uneven opening wide enough for you to fit yourself through. Believing that the robed corpse must have descended into the fissure, you peer down into the track crack that you do not find any sign of the vile undead. The invasive the invasive glow of your light reveals the fissure opens onto a wide, sloping earthen passage. I guess that's how the undead got in here. Now to deal with them at the source. Without giving it a second thought, you prepare to slip down into the opening. You squeeze into the fissure and quickly find yourself in a wide, downward-sloping tunnel of earth and stone. Okay, Hmm. did the undead dig this tunnel? The makeshift natural corridor ends at a wall of stone, running up. Running up the centre of the rock barrier is another fissure. You slip through the second jagged opening, immediately find yourself standing at the end of a dark, damp cave passage. You're standing at the northern end of a large, broad tunnel that slopes down to the south, disappearing into gloom gathered at the edge of your light. Behind you, a narrow fissure on the uneven wall, then leads to the the makeshift passage of stone and earth that connects to to the the cave to the Paleocellar. Okay, I'm in a new dungeon now. I'm sort of near the southeast corner. And this grim silence fills the dark, twisting tunnels of these caves. There's going to be some sort of undead here. Uh, Presumably something that's got them all worked up. Maybe a necromancer? A vicious hiss suddenly erupts out of the darkness ahead. You horribly draw yourself into a defensive stance as the lone skeleton staggers out of the gloom and attacks. It's a skeleton. Just a regular skeleton. Wakes at you with its sharp, bone fingers. And it is slay. 4xp. You quickly check over your equipment before stepping over the shattered remains of the skeleton before continuing through the cave. All right. Suddenly, you spot something small lie at the edge, edge of the cave passage just ahead. You move up to the object and discover it to be a fragment of a stone amulet. The small amulet appears to depict the lower portion of a hideous human face. Believing the item may prove to be of importance, you promptly take possession of it. Stone amulet fragment viewing it. Hmm, I'll probably find the rest of it somewhere. This is a fragment of a round stone amulet. This piece of the amulet depicts a portion of a hideous human face. After securing the amulet fragment in amongst your other belongings, you again set off through the cave. I guess I have many, many, many pockets, so I can find things quickly. Maybe, maybe I have one of those, one of those, one of those mm. stamp collecting folders. You know, we have lots of pockets in a book that probably help for finding, putting all those tiny little things. Oh, maybe, well, you know, but medievally, magically, with quick version. It's another skeleton. Okay, now, hmm. 4xp for that one. Yep. Alright, southeast corner now. It's another skeleton. Quick combat that one. 4xp. Okay, going along the south side of the dungeon. It's snaking a bit. The exploration of the cave passage comes in a abrupt halt when you suddenly find yourself face-to-face with an armoured skeleton. The the scale-clad skeleton, its fleshless fingers wrapped tightly around the haft of an ancient decayed axe, unleashes a long, shrill hiss as its haunting, lifeless gaze falls upon you. The long-dead warrior, his bones clattering against the rusted scales of his armour, Takes a single menacing step in your direction, so I can fight, flee, or I could use my own necroman- necromantic power. to Say, "Oi, you skeleton! Be properly dead." Pretty please. I use the power of necromancy has to be greater than sixty, for it for it to give me any to, to be any chance of it listening to me. Succeeded. 64 experience to necromancy. You channel your power of necromancy and direct it against the Skeletal Warrior. Almost immediately, the armoured undead menace begins to shake as your command of the Dark Arts takes hold of the wizened creature's unnatural will. Just when it seems the skeleton is about to overcome your tender control, the fleshless terror collapses into a heap of bone and metal scales. After making a quick search of the undead warrior, and finding nothing of any particular interest, you check over your gear, before once again setting off through the dark. Okay, make now s- suddenly, you spot something small lining at the edge of the cave passage, just another amulet fragment maybe? You move up to the object and discover it to be a fragment of a stone amulet. The small amulet piece appears to pick the lower portion of a hideous human face. Believing the item may prove to be important, you promptly take possession of it. Okay, I've got two of them now. After securing the amulet fragment amongst your belongings, You set off through the cave. I'm not sure how many amulet fragments I have to find, but if I found all of them here, there's said so more. Alright, southwest corner. Now going north. To the northwest corner. Another skeleton. Quick combat. 4xp. Alright, another skeleton. Quick combat. 4xp. Okay, just there's a little... Tiny alcove to the north, the northeast side. The passage, the instant you move into this, the large natural chamber at the end of the passage, your eyes are drawn to a grim scene laid out across the centre of the broad space. Lying shoulder to shoulder across the uneven cave floor, their fleshless arms folded over the tarnished chain skirts, shirts that cover their stark ribs are seven skeletons. A rusted saw lies on the white right side of each of the skeletons. The far side of the massive chamber is hidden behind a curtain of gloom and hangs just beyond the range of your your light. Now, if I go in there, those skeletons are going to come to life and try to kill me. But I'll investigate this chamber anyway. You've taken several chaps along the chamber, taking care not to lose your footing on the slick, uneven stone, when four shapes suddenly stagger up the darkness to your right, You instinctively spin to face the moving shapes, and immediately find yourself face to face with 4 wobe skeletons. I wonder, was any of those wobe skeletons the skeletons I thought I thought before? The undead creatures, hissing wildly as they unsteadily manoeuvre into your light, suddenly draw to a halt, raising their arms in unison. A clattering of bones from behind sends your pulse racing. You glance in the direction of the sound and watch as the seven armoured skeletons, their fleshless digits now tightly wrapped around the hilts of their rusted sword, swiftly wise, because of course they did. Hmm. But they had to manually trigger it. Usually you have it automatically happen. Before you can even contemplate your next course of action, the skeletal warriors spread out and surround you, their ancient blades poised to cut you down. Alright, I'm going to fight these skeleton warriors one at a time. Begin combat with the first one. Hisses as it slashes at you and is slain. 9x speed. You leap to your left and engage the next of your undead foes. Hissing wildly, the Skeletal Warrior slashes at you with his rusted blade. Yes, slashes and is slain. 8xp. You step forward and engage the next of your undead foes. Number 3. Do, 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 do. Slain. 9xp. Here comes number 4. Alright, more than halfway there. Whoa! living on a prayer. Take me, huh? Take those skeletons. And make them not there. Something like that. Keep to your left and engage the next of your undead foes. Number five. And keep. Alright, next one. 9 XP for that. Number six, the penultimate skeleton of penultimate destiny. You step to your right and engage the next of your undead foes. Is he wildly? The skeleton warrior slashes you with his rusted blade. Hmm. No mentioning it's the last one. Maybe there's more that have been summoned while I was busy. Is as it slashes you? Poodle stroke for about 8 damage. 8 xp. Stepping over the remains of the last bone warriors, you immediately turn your attention to the four done undead. Now moving to encircle you, you know you, you you would have had a better chance of success if you all went at the same time. Oh, you're trying to kill me! I don't have to give you advice. As as they as they encircle you, the four world skeletons raise their arms in unison, an intense wave of nausea washes over you as the ancient, dark magic wielded by these long-dead mages assails your defences, seeking to exact its deadly toll. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from Akania. 20 from Aura. 10 from Mind. 10 from Spirit. Gotta get 85 or more, or something bad will happen. 69. Failure. A series of stabbing pains erupts in your head as the dark magic wielded by the undead mages ravages both your mind and your body. 51 damage! Weakened by the attack, but thankful to still be alive, you horrifically recompose yourself, assuming a defensive stance as the four woe skeletons close in around you thin trails of grey smoke rising from the tips of their fleshless fingers. You watch in horror as the bone hands of your four foes burst into flames, a split second before the hissing fiends launch a frenzied assault. It's four robed skeletons, and their hands are on fire. The robed skeletons reach out for you with their flaming engulfed hands. And it's nearly down, and they are slain. Okay, and stay down. Stay down. 38 exp. You step back from the shattered remains of the warped skeletons, and spend the next several moments recovering from the brutal fight. Then, after making certain nothing else is stirring in the vast chamber, and make a quick but careful examination of your slain foes. The pocket of one of the wove skeleton. The pockets are, pocket of one of the wobe skeletons. You discover a fragment of a stone amulet. The amulet piece, which depicts half, half part of a hideous human face, is roughly half the size of half the size of your palm. Believing the curious item may prove to be of use, you promptly take possession of it. It's another stone amulet fragment, that's three of them I've got now. Certain you haven't overlooked anything, you make a sweep of the entire area, but find nothing of any particular interest. Eager to resume your exploration, you head south out of the chamber. Suddenly, pick a number, bonus of 50, 20 from agility, Twenty from aura, ten from luck. Gotta get seventy-five or more, or be taken completely by surprise by something. Sixty-five. Failure. As you move back across the chamber, you suddenly spot something moving you from the out of the shadows on your left. Before you can spin in that direction, however, a rusted blade savagely cuts into your side, causing you to cry out in agony as you stumble backwards. And I took twelve damage. Wounded, but alive. You managed to steady yourself just in time to dodge the second swipe of a rusted blade. A weapon gripped by a one-armed armoured skeleton. One of the creatures you defeated only a few minutes ago. And that's why you always, when you're fighting skeletons, you wear sturdy boots and stomp. Stomp, 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 stomp! So they can so they don't come back. Admittedly that does make it very hard to do osteoarchaeology on the bones, but you probably ruined any chance of that when you fought them the first time. Yep, yeah, I need sturdy boots to stomp the skeletons when I defeat them, so they don't come back. And even if they do come back, they're just a swirling mush pile. And, re- and the kind of a, the kind of undead that can come back even after that, yeah, that, the, the, you're going to have to fight them a few times. Or you might just have to run away. Or maybe summon Air, air Elemental to blow their parts too, so too far apart from each other. So they cannot reform. Or a fire elemental. To. You know. Burn them to ashes. Because that deals with most things. If you burn them to ashes. They stop coming. Except of course fire elementals. Because that just makes them bigger. The skeleton warrior. It's cracked and missing bones. Served. Serving as evidence of your last engagement. Staggers forward and attacks. It's a battered. Skeletal. warrior. Okay, look. You didn't stand a chance the first time. What chance do you think you stand. When most of you is, is in fragments on the floor. This is as slashed at you and is slain. 3xp. The skeleton emits a final wagged ragged hiss as it collapses into a heap of shattered bone with no desire to linger here for even a moment longer you step over the undead creature's remains and swiftly make your way out of the chamber Okay, I went to that chamber again the shattered remains of the scarecrow legion the remains of the four robed corpses litter the uneven floor of this large chamber after making a quick examination of the remains, you leave the chamber and head back south along the cave tunnel. Okay, heading east now. The large, crude likeness of a leering skull is etched upon the north wall in this section of the cave passage. Beneath the skull are several strange symbols, calling upon your considerable knowledge of service, such things. You determine both the skulls and the symbols are likely related to some sort of necromantic skeleton. Semony. What if I use my power of necromancy here? Nope. Well, it succeeded, but it didn't do anything. Okay, Cat power of arcania. Nope, nope. If I do anything yet... Yeah. Okay, so same thing again. Symbols, three, three symbols in a row. A grim silence fills the dark, twisting ca- tunnels of these caves. Okay, to go south, and now twisting towards the northeast. The first, the skeleton. Get out of my way, skeleton. You're in pieces now. A glowing green symbol. The traducent likeness of a wooden buckler offers barely, barely an inch off the floor at the centre of this section of the passage. You immediately recognize the symbol to be a Guardian Glyph, a magical ob- mark designed to protect an object or location. Guardian Glyph, here we are. These magical symbols, created by powerful mages, all magical items, are used to protect um, uh, protect objects or locations for unwanted intrusion. Hmm, I should get one of those from my grand residence. The glyphs appear to be translucent, glowing images that are for inches above the surface upon which they have been placed. In most cases, guardian glyphs can only be removed by the maid by whom it was created. These glyphs can remain in place for years following their creation. Attempting to pass a Guardian Glyph or meddle with an object under the Glyph's protection can have deadly results. Okay, I'm gonna heal. Okay, I'm healed now. I'm going to try to go past the Guardian Glyph anyway. The floating Glyph casts its bright green glow onto the damp floors of the cave. You're well aware that attempting to cross a place protected by a guarding glyph can easily prove deadly. You know, deadly, you say? Sign me up! Head north past the guarding glyph. The instant you attempt to move past the glyph, a strange prickling sensation washes over you. It feels as your flesh is crawling. You know, actually, no. You quickly retreat along the passage. Much to relief, the unpleasant sensation rapidly fades. Okay, I think I've got to find something, something so I can get past that glyph. Like maybe the west of that bone amulet you know, or something. A thick, blackened, level brown tomb lies at the edge of this section of the cave passage. The weighty book's well-worn cover is adorned with dozens of arcane symbols. Examine the tome. Or oh, tomb, Tome, tome, tome with not tomb, Tome. The leather-bound book proves to be impossibly heavy. Despite your best efforts, you are unable to either lift or open the book. The 80 volumes, well worn leather cover is adorned with dozens of arcane symbols. A circular impression is set into the centre of the tome's panel cover. Maybe those. Okay, those bone. Alright, those fragments. Those fragments, where are they? Alright, right, right. There must be some. Right, control F, three, so stone amulet fragment. There we are. Right, use those. Yes, you carefully fit the three amulet fragments into the impression on the cover of the tome. 192 experience to general. Okay. The leather bound book proves impossibly heavy despite your best effort. Circular impression. You fitted three fragments of a wound stone amulet into the impression. Impression is nearly filled. Gotta find one more. Take another skeleton. Okay. Okay. There's a skeleton. Take that. Another 4x Now, where? Skeleton. 4 xp Now where, oh where, oh where is the fourth bone amulet fragment? Hmm, because I've been pretty much everywhere here except beyond the Guardian Glyph. And I'm not quite sure if I'm supposed to be doing it. Hmm. Yes, it's that the large, crude likeness of a leering skull is etched upon the north wall in this section of the cave passage. Beneath the skull are several strange symbols. Calling upon your considerable knowledge of such things, determine that both the skulls and the symbols are likely related to some sort of necromantic ceremony. Okay, maybe I tried necromantic before, maybe I do it again. Nope, there's a skeleton, 4xp, hmm, where are we? okay, wandering around a bit more, maybe, like in the upper part, in the paleo cellar, something, I found something from the random battles, there's another one, skeleton, 4xp, maybe I'll find the fourth bat- fourth amulet fragments from another random battle all right I'm just gonna wander around a bit more return to the paleo cellar yep that's on the west all right, I'm just gonna do a, do one circle of the paleo cellar just just to check if there's anything i've missed in there Alright, wandering round oh, Okay, found the west side North side, nah, nothing nothing there. And back back down into the tunnel. Okay, southeast corner going west another skeleton. XP okay, I'm going to move one more loop of this dungeon, skeleton, XP and then I'm just going to have to power past those Guardian Glyphs, because that's the only thing I haven't done yet. Nothing, nothing where well I fought those, fought those 11 skeletons, and one of them twice. Uh, examine the tome. Nope, can't open it until I find the other fragments. The skull. The skull carvings. Nope, can't do anything there. Okay. Hmm. Well, Before I go past the Guardian Glyph, I'm going to check the wiki. Okay. Okay, I'm going past the Guardian Glyph. Okay. There's nothing I've there's nothing I've forgotten. Head north past the Guardian Cliff. The instant you attempt to move past the cliff, a strange prickling sensation washes over you. Suddenly feels as if your flesh is crawling crawling, Continue to moving past the cliff. The prickling sensation suddenly ablates. Seems the deadly power once stored within the glyph has been severely diminished. Probably something to do with those Stone amulet fragments I put in the book. Without delay, you continue moving past the harrowing mark. Once safely in the passage that was guarded by the glyph, you turn and look back, only to find the glowing symbol has disappeared. Okay, now I can go to the northeast corner. The skeletal remains of four humans lie heaped at the edge of this section of the cave passage. Three of the four skeletons are clad. In tattered black robes. while well, the fourth is covered in what remains of a deep crimson woad. Well, suddenly, somewhere back along the passage to the south and east, you hear what sounds like the sharp rhythmic clank of heavy armour. After just a few moments, however, the sound fades completely, replaced by a lonely silence at the cave. Hmm. There must be one more undead roaming around here somewhere. one, one, one more big undead. I mean those regular skeletons, yeah, there's, there's probably a lot of them around, but regular skeletons are a dime a dozen After after listening for nearly an minute with no with no further evidence of the unnerving sound you set about searching the robe skeletons. Next to the woe skeleton you discover a jagged fragment of a wound stone amulet. The amulet piece seems to depict a portion of a hideous human face. Believing it may be somewhat important, you promptly take possession of a curious shard. There we are, the fourth and final one. Behind the same skeleton leaning up against the wall, you find and acquire the watting remains of a small giant. Most of the book is in an advanced state of decay, but several passages towards the end remain legible. Looking at the decayed journal, you discovered this decaying journal amidst the woad skeletal remains of four humans deep in the cave connected to Ruler Grandarm's private cellar. Read the decaying journal. While most of the pages of the journal have long ago succumbed to the what, the threatened to claim what remains of the book, several passages are still intact. Foolish are we who came here in search of the brothers, yet I refuse to admit we are defeated, I retain enough of my power to make one last attempt with the amulet. Korok, Medivh, and with them are gone. I dare not describe their passing at the hands of the creatures while we are wittingly unleashed. Another passage seems to make mention of three etchings somewhere in the cave. The marks are in place. Wurf told me that they are they are correct, but I have my doubts. With the tunnel behind us collapsed, this is better work. Almost out of light and magic. The latter will prove. Demise, the final legible passage. The amulet is shattered. The book will no longer open. Kurik, Wuthim, and Malvar now stalk us with the West of the Woken Dead. While R- went back to try and fix the etchings, but has not returned, It gave him the one amulet piece we were able to find. The glyph might have claimed him. He woke. He rose. He knows how to get past it, but the thoughts are hardly clear. The worst is upon me. I am alone. I shall endeavour to hide myself in the book. I don't need to open it for that. At least, I don't believe so. I've lost, lost much blood. And a precious little magic at my disposal. A curse on this whole affair. Okay, so... People wandered in here, trying to get some sort of great power, and they unleashed a great monster, and it killed them all. Yeah, and and there we are. At the end of the passage. You're standing at the northern end of a winding cave tunnel. A massive heap of earth and rubble completely seals off the corridor to the north. An upward sloping passage you can only presume leads to the mouth of the cave. You're left wondering what might have collapsed this portion of the cave tunnel, for how long it has stood impassable. Okay, and there we are. There's the four skeletons. Three are three are in black robes. One in a deep crimson robe. I don't know there was five people in this team. One of them apparently hid himself in the book. Let's get to that book. Examine the Tome. Use the Stone Amulet Fragment. You know, but first... No, no, I'm fully healed. I can do this. I can do this. Stone Amulet Fragment. Use... You carefully fit the amulet fragment into the impression on the cover of the tomb. 64 XP to general. In the instant, all four pieces of the amulet are in place. The impression, the leather in, su- pl- in place inside the impression, the leather-barred tomb seems to tremble ever so slightly within moments. The tomb is again still, leaving you to wonder you imagined it's trembling. The leather-bound book proves impossibly heavy. Despite your best efforts, you're unable to either lift or open the book. The weighty volume's well-worn heart amulet cover is adorned with a dozen arcane symbols. The impression is set into the centre of the tomb's cover. You've completely filled the impression with, with, with the four fragments of the wound stone amulet the amulet now set into its rightful place upon the cover. A gnawing sense of dread comes over you as you stare down at the tome, step away from the tome. As you step away from the tome, its thick cover suddenly flies open, instinctively drawing yourself into a defensive stance. You watch in a mix of fascination and fear as a glowing apparition of an old woman, clabbed in flowing robes, appears And hovers over the book's tattered pages, so this is the person who put themselves in the book. The ghostly woman, her gaunt, sunken face at odds with the youthful spirit hinted at by her bright, sparkling eyes, speaks softly as her kindly but distant gaze settles on settles upon you. We should never have come here, he says. I should have guessed the treachery of those I hold, I hold close. The amulet does nothing without the book. The book is capable of nothing without the amulet. And so now, I can at last go to my west. May it be so for the others. Well, I, I can only hope, really, with them. But at least... Well, okay. Well, let's see. Okay, four skip. There were five people. Four skeletons in this one. Okay, okay. Maybe, just maybe, they're all down. Before you can attempt to speak to the woe spirit, the tone's cover closes, and the apparition vanishes. Then... Startling turn of events, the heavy, leather bound book suddenly disintegrates, leaving only a thin coating of dust to mark the spot upon which it last rested. Uncertain what the disappearance of both the ghostly woman and the tomb may signify, you prepare to resume your exploration of the cave. Okay, all right to these fragments, the la- a large crude likeness of a leering skull is etched upon the north wall. In this section of the cave passage, beneath the skull are several strange symbols. Suddenly, suddenly, the etching of the skull emits a faint white glow. As you step towards the wall, eager to make a closer examination, an unpleasant sensation rises up from the pit of your stomach. The glow animating from the etched score begins to intensify. Remain where you are. The white glow surrounding the etched score intensified as the unpleasant sensation you're experiencing continues to worsen. 6 damage, 64 XP to general, 64 to necromancy. Remain where you are. Okay, the white glow surrounding the etched score intensified as the unpleasant sensation you're experiencing continues to worsen. 12 damage, 128 to general, 128 to necromancy. Remain where I am. The white glow surrounding the X-Score intensified, as the unpleasant sensation you're experiencing continues to worsen. 51 stand points, 192 to general, 192 to necromancy. And now I heal myself. Remain where you are. Okay, 14 damage. 256 to general. 256 to necromancy. Remain where I am. Alright, 59 damage. 320 to general. 320 to necromancy. Heal myself again. Remain where I am. Okay, 102 damage. 384 to general, 384 to necromancy. Okay. Healing from that, remain where I am. Alright, 248 to general, 248 to necromancy and 28 damage. Remain where I am. Without warning, both the X skull and the arc saint cane symbols beneath it suddenly turn to a fine grey dusk. That gently fluckers down and lands at the base of the wall. You step forward and examine the cave wall. There is no longer any sign of the etched marks. Alright, on to the next one. This is the middle of the three. Several strange symbols. Remain where I am. Remain where I am. It's the same thing again. 52 damage, 192 to general and necromancy, heal. 575 damage, 256 to general and necromancy. Remain where I am. 80 damage, 320 to general and necromancy. And a bit more healing, Remain where I am. 39 damage, 384 to general and necromancy. Three, 131 damage 448 is a general net currency I think that's it Alright, time to heal And And the symbol is gone It turns into a flying grey dusk That gently flutters down And lands at the base of the wall No more sign of it One more to go where i am 64 11 damage one two eight experience thirty four damage one nine two 68 damage two five six i'm starting to use up all my healing now 64 damage three twenty and 16 damage three eight four. Speech general net currency. Then finally one two seven and four four eight. And that's it. That symbol is gone. Okay. Alright, that's that, that hurt a lot. Good thing I had restoration, otherwise I wouldn't have stood a chance. Maybe those people didn't have net restoration. Okay. I don't think there's anything more to do here. Let's leave this passage. I don't know if I've actually solved the problem, but there doesn't seem to be anything more I can do. I've de- I've dealt with the with the blue robe skeletons, I think those are the masterminds. So I don't if there, if there are going to be any skeletons, they're just going to randomly wander, not going to be directed. And it could be easily. They could. They could be deterred with a bit of concrete, or or whatever it is they have. I don't know if they have concrete in, in Tyson. Yeah, just just you know, just stone up the cracks. Stone up the cracks. That'll keep the dead out. Now that they don't have a mastermind. Return we'll to the paleo cellar. You squeeze into the fissure, and again find yourself in the wide urban tunnel that connects to the cave the paleo cellar. The makeshift natural cord or ends at a cellar wall, along the base of which runs the long, jagged fissure. You slip through the narrow opening and immediately find yourself standing in the broad alcove, directly behind the towering heap of discarded casks. Alright, I think that's everything. Leave the cellar. I don't I don't know the I haven't seen any skeletons wandering around the Paleo Cellar itself, so leave the cellar. Make your way out of the cellar. Okay, I'm going to talk to Vurith Grandarm. You find Vurith, overseeing overseer, repairs one of his wagons. Quickly takes you aside as a vehicle, the small group endeavouring to fix the wagon. And he cries about any progress. You might have made in the investigation of the cellar. Oh it looks like I'm done. Because I gave up the key. Through wide eyes. So you can provide him with a full account. Of all that you encountered. And discovered in your exploration. Of both the cellar. And the adjoining. It's good to know. I've got nothing to worry about for any Of that he says. Exhaling sharp, sharply. As he initiates his shoulder cross. I don't know that I can properly write you, but here, this is yours. I hope you can find a use for it. one thousand five hundred gold tokens. That's alright. Philip tells you he will work on having the fixture in the cellar cellar wall field, the cave. As you left it, it's empty for now, he says. But there's no telling what might take up residence in there. mouth, Mouth is ever cleared. I'm not about to take a chance on such a thing. Those poor folks you described, the passages in that journal, regardless of what they were up to down there, sounds like they died in a horrible way. I almost wish I knew nothing of it, and much better with the cheerier aspects of life. I would have asked you to repeat several pieces of your account, taking particular interest in your description of the skeletons, attempting to eat the bark, Your discovery of the journal, and your encounter with the robed spirit, it's all very disturbing, he says. Well, I needn't keep you any longer. Thank you again, Zoop. May the Allfather look after you on whatever the next, or wherever the next world leads you. Well, I suppose you might have time for a bit of the kingdom's best? After... After withdrawing a steaming vessel of Paleo with Earth, perhaps the best bet Paleo you've had since the last time you shared some with him, you bid him farewell and set off on your way. And that's the end of this adventure, well, quest, it's not a formal adventure, for 1,024 experience to general, and 128 experience to all skills and powers. All right, back to Wedglen. I can save. So next time, we can do the adventure of wonderviews with Death. Until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.